Blog Talk Radio. Another episode of a Sound Heart Radio. I want to address the tribulation period this evening. It is important that the this particular doctrine of eschatology uh, is approached in a very cautious manner, and I say that because there are many the false teachers today. Uh, some of which say that uh, we are already in the tribulation period. And that is not true. Then there are other false teachers who say that Jesus is not returning again. They do this emphatically. They do this ferv- They say this fervently. And it is amazing that there are individuals who uh, will still sit under the teaching of such persons when uh, the scriptures categorically state that Jesus is coming again. And there have books have been written in which individuals have given dates uh, as to the return of Christ and the second coming uh, event and these dates have come and gone and yet individuals still are under the ministries of, of individuals who write such books and these indi- and such individuals still teach so it is imperative that we have an appropriate understanding of the tribulation period, the time of Jacob's trouble, uh, spoken about by by Daniel the prophet. And so uh, this doctrine is extensively uh, talked about uh, in, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. So the individual who teaches about the individ- about the tribulation period uh, must do a great deal of studying. Now, when I was in seminary and I had to take a survey course on uh, Bible doctrine and uh, systematic theology, the professor conveniently uh, did not teach. Eschatology. We got a smattering of eschatology, and uh, uh, that was about it. Um, we never got to talk about, or the professor never talked or taught about the tribulation period. Now, I had a friend uh, who was with the Ameri- 
American Board of Mission to the, Missions to the Jews, and uh, before that with the Friends of Israel. Um, I learned a lot about him uh, from him about the tribulation period, and other and other scholars whom I respected, um, who told me about books that they had studied uh, about this particular doctrine, and so uh, I thank God that I went to Bible school before I went to seminary. And uh, so I learned the fundamentals of the Word of God and systematic theology and also about the tribulation period. Yes, I learned about the different uh, theories about the tribulation period. And then uh, there is a person who uh, says that he or she doesn't take a position, but... uh, they believe that everything will pan out in the end. So I met persons with that type of uh, with that type of approach as well. So, and one cannot take such persons seriously. And I say that because doctrine is significant for believers. Doctrine, no doctrine of the Bible is to be taken lightly. Or to be treated in a in a haughty and, and silly manner. This is a very very important doctrine, and so therefore it deserves <clears throat> our greatest uh, and best attention. It will do well for the person who purports to teach the tribulation period and indeed uh, the word of God to be born again. Number one and to be filled with the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, Because without the the Holy Spirit teaching the heart of the individual, the Word of God will never be understood. The Word word of God will not be opened unless the person is spirit-filled. Yes, one can go, one can have an academic uh, understanding of the Scriptures or a philosophical uh, understanding of the scriptures or a psychological understanding of the scriptures or a sociological understanding of the scriptures and it goes on and on and on. But we want to have a view of the word of God that is consistent with what the word of God teaches. So the word of God teaches us about the tribulation period and the, the great tribulation period begins well the tribulation period itself is to be a seven year period and at the middle of that uh, period the great tribulation begins the word tribulation is from a Greek word which means to squeeze or it means enormous or great pressure so the great squeeze and this, uh, so the tribulation period is about judgment. The tribulation period is about the judgment of God, the wrath of God upon a upon the Christ-rejecting cosmos or world. There, uh, I met one individual. 
who believe that the church of God must go through the tribulation as an act of purification so that uh, believers would be qualified to go to heaven. Now, that is not taught in the Word. That is not taught in the Word of God. And there is no verse that teaches uh, us that the church must go through the tribulation period uh, for purification. And what does that really mean? Purification. Jesus himself, uh, as he hung upon a Roman gibbet, uh, said, Tetelestai, or it is finished in English. It is finished. He had suffered the complete and full wrath of God for all of mankind. It is finished. By grace, by God's unmerited, undeserved favor, are we saved. For by grace are you saved, are we saved through grace, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Not of works. And so, in the book of Colossians, uh, Paul said that Christ, teaches that Christ is the head of the church. He is the kephale. He is the head of the church. The word church in Greek, ekklesia, has the feminine ending. Christ is the masculine. The church is the feminine. The word church means uh, the called out ones. The called out ones. And so, uh, Jesus loves the church. Please read Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Uh, God loves the church. And he has redeemed the church already through his blood, through his efficacious sacrifice. He has redeemed, he has purchased the church. The church is his. Now, there are certain scriptures uh, that Paul teaches believers about the old life and about the new life. He calls the old life the the ancient life, such as the sense in the Greek, the ancient life. And then Paul states that in Christ, we have a qualitatively new life. That is, ever to remain fresh. Ever to remain fresh. This is Paul's teaching. Jesus loves his church. He loves his bride. The church is the bride of Christ. This is what Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. Listen very carefully. For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had unto you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus. Listen carefully. 
which delivered, notice the tense of the verb, which delivered us from the wrath to come. The book of Revelation speaks about the wrath of the Lamb. Notice the language here, verse 10. 1 Thessalonians 1.10 And to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. This is Paul's, uh, Paul's own words in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 9, Paul writes, For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 9, For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. So these are Paul's own words. And I want these words to be a comfort to you. I don't want you to listen to the false teachers who want you to believe that the tribulation period has already started. I don't want you to buy their books. I don't want you to listen to their tapes. I don't want you to watch their videos because they lie and they do not teach you the truth. It is imperative that we understand the the Olivet Discourse. We understand the book of Daniel. We understand that we must read and study the book of Daniel along with the book of Revelation. It's not Revelation, period. It is the Revelation, the apocalypse, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. And so doctrine is to enlighten us and to give our, our hearts peace so that we can rest in him and wait for our Savior who loves us and gave himself for us. Good evening. My name is Dr. Desirich, and God bless you.